Welcome to Podcasts by Paul. Today's podcast is how to write a nonfiction book in 60 days. My last podcast was how to write any type of nonfiction. As promised in that podcast, though, I said I would do one that looked exclusively at nonfiction books. Many of the same principles apply, but I will expand on the previous podcast a bit in ways that will help you write a nonfiction book in 60 days. Now, I could have said uh, how to write a nonfiction book in 30 days or 90 days. 30 days kind of lacks credibility. 90 days, my God, that's almost three months. 60 days feels just right. Before we begin the podcast, let me tell you a bit about myself. Again, my name is Paul Lima. I've been a professional writer uh, for over 35 years, professional trainer for almost as long. Uh, since 1990, I've worked as a freelance business writer, promotional writer, and writing trainer. And I have written and self-published 20 books, each book written in 60 days, some in 30 days, some in 45 days. If you want to read more about me and the services that I offer, go to my website, paullima.com. That's P-A-U-L-L-I-M-A, paullima.com, where you can read about me and the services that I offer. So to start with, what does it take to write any book? It takes an idea. What are you writing about? You need to have an idea before you begin to write. It takes purpose. Why are you writing? And also, why are your readers reading? What's in it for them? What's in it for you? What are you trying to convey? What will the reader get out of it? It takes knowledge of your reader. Who is your target reader? If you try to write anything for anybody, you end up writing nothing for nobody. Now, I don't know if it's grammatically correct to say that, but I know that it's true. Who is your target reader? What do they know? What don't they know? What do they need to know? Sometimes you have to tell them some things that they don't know. You don't have to tell them everything that they don't know, but you have to tell them the appropriate information that they might not know about in order for them to achieve their purpose or for you to write your purpose. Again, taking a step back, can you write a book in 60 days? The answer is yes, I'm living proof. I know other authors who are living proof. The fact is, if you devote three to four hours a day to writing your book, you can write it in 60 days. If you devote to three, three to four hours a week, it will take you 60 weeks, but 60 working days. That does not include the research you may have to do, and that does not include the editing and proofreading that you will have to do as well. I'm talking about writing a solid first draft of your book where you can sit back and say, there, it is written. Now all I have to do is proofread it, make it a little bit stronger, edit it for any typos, grammatical errors, etc. 60 days, three to four hours a day. Again, before you begin to write, you need to know your book genre. Are you writing autobiography, biography, memoir? And in fact, I have a book entitled um, How to Write Your Biography or Memoir. It's similar to the process we go through here, but the book focuses on 
applying the process to your biography or to a memoir. Are you writing a guide, a travelogue, literary criticism, manual, self-help book, how-to book, philosophy, history, science, geography, textbook, and so on? You need to know what you're writing, who you're writing for, and why you're writing it. Now, before you begin to write your book, I would suggest you spend some time examining thematically related books. Look at the content and the structure, the topics, the chapters, how the book begins, progresses, and ends. I'm not saying you want to imitate it, but looking at other books will get you into the proper frame of mind to write your book. You need to determine the scope of your book. You know, are you writing a pamphlet? Are you writing a book that's five or six chapters, 10, 15, 20, 30 chapters? How long does the book have to be in order for you to achieve your purpose and help your reader achieve their purpose? Also suggest you write a working title, something that encapsulates the book subject and your target audience. We'll look at that a bit later. Before you begin to write, you need to understand the writing process. The writing process starts with preparation, and I would suggest you jot this down. What is your topic? What is your purpose? Who is your audience? What is the scope required to achieve your purpose? That's preparation, and you should have that written down. It helps keep you on track, keeps you focused. The next step in the writing process is research. Now, this uh, podcast is not about research, but there are two types. Internal, if you're the subject matter expert. External, if you have to go forth and learn something. Generally speaking, when writing nonfiction book, we are the subject matter expert, but we do a, a combination of internal research, getting out of ourselves what we know, and external research to fill in any gaps. Next step in the writing process, organization. And this podcast focuses on that, how to prepare a detailed outline to ensure your writing unfolds chapter by chapter in a logical and comprehensive manner. Then writing, it's actually a stage of the writing process. You write from outline point to outline point, and I will show you how to get the outline points down on paper or in your computer. You expand the outline points to sentences, paragraphs, sections, and chapters. And only then do you revise to ensure your writing is clear, concise, focused, supports your purpose, unfolds logically, and of course you check for spelling and grammar. Understanding the process is so important that, that if you have your grammar check, spell check on in your word processor, so you see those red and green squiggles or whatever color, I suggest you turn it off because those squiggles cause you to stop writing and start editing when you haven't finished a chapter or you haven't finished your book. So the process are steps you take in order and you don't, inter, you don't intertwine the steps. Now, if you finish writing your book and you feel like you're missing 
some information, you may go and do additional research and then outline further the chapter in which the information is missing and then write it, expand upon it, and then revise. So I'm not saying that the, the threads don't cross at times, but try to separate your writer from your editor. Again, target audience, that's an advertising term, or target market is the advertising term. You have a target market, a target audience in mind. Now, it may be based on their interests, their demographics, such as age, gender, income, what they want to learn, what their purpose is. But you should have in mind who you are writing for. Again, as I said, if you try to be everything to everybody, you'll end up being nothing to nobody. Target your audience. That will increase your chance of writing success. In fact, define your audience before you write. You can do it in the title of your book, the working title, as I mentioned, which may in fact become the title of your book. I have two books, one called How to Write a Nonfiction Book in 60 Days, and the other called Rediscover the Joy of Creative Writing. Both books are about writing, but do you see how the target audience shifts? Nonfiction versus creative writing. You may, if you're just getting into Excel, pick up a book called Excel for Beginners. If you've been using Excel for a number of years and want to do more, you'll pick up Advanced Excel for Power Users. Want to go to Europe? Do you look at Europe on $25 a day or luxury European vacations? So you see the audience wants to do the same thing, but they want to do it differently. One wants to do it on the cheap, they've got a budget, and the other rich, wealthy person wants a luxury European vacation. Traveling by train in, in, in India versus how I found enlightenment in, in India. So do you want to just travel the Indian continent? Or do you want to go there and seek out gurus and look for enlightenment? Very similar in terms of what the audience wants, but great differences too. They, these book titles will lead to books with different focus, different purpose, and different audiences. The Six Figure Freelancer. It's a book I've written. Look at the subtitle. How to Find, Price, and Manage Corporate Writing Assignments. So you're a writer, you're a freelancer, and you want to do corporate work. Versus Business of Freelance Writing, subtitle, How to Develop Article Ideas and Sell Them to Newspapers and Magazines. So again, in both cases, we have freelance writers, but they want to do different things. They want to earn their income differently. We're targeting our audience. Okay, so this is the preliminary work you do. A little bit more preliminary work, and then we're going to see how we develop our outline. What I want you to do is jot down your book topic, your book purpose, why you are writing, and why the target market should read the book. In other words, answer the question from your reader's point of view, what's in it for me? What the reader knows, doesn't know, what the reader needs to know. Make sure you jot that down. 
again, this information will help keep you focused, help keep you on track. So now you're ready to do a couple of writing exercises. The first one is free fall, undirected free fall or stream of consciousness. I literally want you, if you can pause this podcast, do so for about five minutes and write without censoring yourself. We don't care where we're going. We just want to write. Don't stop to correct mistakes, punctuation, spelling errors, grammatical errors. Just free fall, stream of consciousness, begin anywhere, go anywhere. We don't care. I want you to experience the process of writing without editing yourself. Again, if you can, pause the podcast, do this for about five minutes. If you're not a great typist, use pen and paper as opposed to a computer file and go. Free fall. Welcome back. Uh, the next exercise we're going to do is called directed free fall. I'm going to give you an open an opening line, and you're going to write that down, and then go from there. I don't care where you go. I just want you to take the opening line and then free fall with it. Again, give yourself five minutes. If you can stop the podcast, jot down this line. I looked out the window and thought, and go, free fall from there. I looked out the window and thought. Welcome back. I'm going to give you another directed free fall. I'm going to give you an opening line, and you're just going to free fall. We don't care where you go. The goal here is to experiencing writing without editing, writing without censoring yourself. Here's your line. Boiling Fred's hat in the pasta sauce, Mary thought. Boiling Fred's hat in the pasta sauce, Mary thought. Pause the podcast. Give yourself five minutes of writing. And again, I will explain how you use directed free fall when we come back to the podcast and get our outline down. So welcome back to the podcast. You can probably write about 20 to 250 words in 5 or 10 minutes. There are about 25,000 to 50,000 words in a nonfiction book. If you do the math, you'll see it takes you a day or two to write a book. And I've said 60 days. The actual writing of the book, 24 to 48 hours. Now, I'm going to give you some work to do. To put you into a position where you can actually write your book in a day or two. The work that I'm giving you to do is part of the 60 days. Plus, I don't think you'll write for 48 hours straight. You know, you're going to take time off to drink, to eat, to go to the bathroom, and to sleep. But I just want to show you, if you free freely, you probably produce 200, 250 words. That's a day or two of writing, and you've got a book. The fact is, you've got to get yourself organized before you start to write. So the first exercise I want to give you is called clustering. The question is, what is clustering, and how do you do it? 
Okay, let's start with what is clustering. Clustering is a form of brainstorming. It sparks themes, ideas, topics related to your book. And clustering also enables you to create a detailed chapter-by-chapter -chapter outline before you write. And that's where the magic begins. But you have to get to that point. So how do you cluster? Now I have a pay what you can video that shows you an example of clustering. Um, if you go to paullima.com forward slash PWYC and want to see a visual representation, you can take the pay what you can video. You don't have to pay. Payment is usually made after the fact. So take the video, watch the video and don't pay. And you will see an example of clustering. But I'm going to tell you how to do it. But if you want to see an example of it, take the pay what you can video uh, and you will see a, a, an example of clustering. To cluster, you jot down a keyword or phrase in the middle of a blank page, underline it and circle it. Draw a dash from it, write the next word or phrase that comes to mind, circle that, draw a dash from it, write down the next word or phrase and continue. When you run out of thoughts, go back to your keyword or phrase. Write down the next word or phrase that comes to mind. Write it down, circle it, draw a dash, and keep on going. So you jump back and forth between your keyword. Uh, and you create what is called a spider's web of keywords that you associate with your keyword. You won't use all of it when it comes to create your outline. But this is brainstorming, and in brainstorming, you sometimes come up with some chaff in order to get to the wheat. You will come up with a lot of stuff. Now, let's try it. That's really the only way you can experience clustering. I'm going to give you a word. You're going to jot it down, underline it, circle it, and you're going to brainstorm and write down all the words and phrases you associate with the keyword. The word I want to give you is apple. A-P-P-L-E. Write down Apple in the middle of a blank page. Underline it, circle it, brainstorm. Draw a dash from Apple, next word or phrase that comes to mind, circle that. Draw a dash, next word or phrase. Keep on going until you run out of word or phrases. Come back to your keyword, do it again and again and again. See where it takes you. Give yourself five minutes or so. Cluster Apple. Welcome back to the podcast. If you stopped and clustered Apple, I want to give you another keyword or phrase to do. And again, we're not writing a book here. We're not creating an outline. We're just experiencing cluster. I want you to cluster the word me. That's me, M-E, me as in you, not me, the presenter here. Cluster me. Jot it down, M-E, underline it, circle it, and cluster it. Come up with a spider web of words and phrases you associate with me. Give yourself five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it takes, and see where you go. And then come back to the podcast and we'll carry on from there. Welcome back. I hope you clustered me. I want you to, to do a third keyword or phrase. Now, I can't give you this third keyword or phrase. I want you to come up with a word or phrase that represents your book topic, your subject, your idea. Jot down the word or phrase that represent your book topic. 
underline it, circle it, cluster the heck out of it. This may take you 10, 15, 20 minutes. You may use multiple sheets of paper. You may jot down a word that sparks a cluster in itself. So you move to a new blank sheet of paper and jot down the new, new word based on your book topic and cluster that word. I want you to cluster like crazy the keyword or phrase that represents your book topic, your book subject, your book idea. Pause the podcast and do that now if you can. Then come back and I will tell you what to do with your cluster. So cluster your keyword or phrase that represents your book topic, subject, idea, and come back in 15, 20 minutes, half hour, whatever you need. And we will carry on from there. Welcome back. You may initially spend 10 minutes clustering the keyword or phrase that represents your book topic or subject idea. I want to make sure you spend more time on it, but we will. I will tell you ways in which you will spend more time on it. I, I hope you are beginning to see what clustering can do for you, how it can bring up Topics, ideas, subject material related to your keyword or phrase. And how you can get subtopics, subtopic ideas, subjects related to your main topics and ideas, etc., etc. Anyway, let's see what where we go from here. What I want you to do is review the cluster of your keyword that represents your book topic or clusters if you did multiple ones. Ideally, have a highlighter and highlight the words or phrases that are most related to your book. Again, as I said, not every cluster string will become something that is related. When you're brainstorming, you have to come up with chaff before you get to the wheat very often. In fact, what you may find is that you've got strings of words and phrases that represent chapters in your book. So based on your book-related cluster, what I want you to do is find as many chapter titles, working titles at this point, and I want you to go linear. Clustering is a right brain activity. I want you to go left brain now. I want you to put down the chapter titles that you have come up with. Shift them around in the order in which you think you should write about them if you're going to write a book. What you end up with is a table of contents. The table of contents helps you create a logical flow to your book. Now, if you feel you don't have enough information based on your clustering, this is where you go back and cluster again the keyword or phrase that represents the book you want to write. Be really open. Brainstorm like crazy. If you come up with other ideas while you're clustering and you feel that that idea deserves its own cluster, that's fine. Do it. Because what you want to do through your clustering is produce a table of contents. You want to put it into alphabetical not alphabetical, but put it into logical order. 
For instance, I have a book called The Accidental Writer. Let me read you the table of contents. Introduction. Chapter 2. Boring Boy. Chapter 3. Give a Shout. Chapter 4. Beyond Button Sucking. Chapter 5. Eggheads of 404. Chapter 6. Me, an Editor? Now I'm going to pause there. There are 20 chapters. Most of them mean nothing to you, but this is my book. Each of those chapter titles means something to me. They came out of the cluster. I put them in order, a logical order, the way I'm going to write about my book. Tell your story, how to write memoirs and autobiographies. Let me give you the uh, table of contents of that book. I have a book called Tell Your Story, How to Write Memoirs and Autobiographies. Chapter 1, Memoir versus Autobiography. Chapter 2, The Writing Process. Chapter 3, Before You Start. Chapter 4, Structure of Memoir slash Autobiography. Chapter 5, Initial Story Research. Chapter 6, What is a Book? And again, I'm not going to read you all chapters, there are about 18 chapters in the book, but the chapter titles mean something to me, the writer, and they are in logical order. I should write these 18 chapters in this order. When I finish each of the 18 chapters, I will have a solid first draft of my book written. And this came out of the clustering. The chapter titles came out of the clustering move from the right brain exercise to the left brain exercise, put the table of content names down, move them around, adjusted them so that they were in logical order. That's where I want you to get to. The question is, what do you do when you're there? What you do is a whole lot more clustering. Literally, you cluster each table of content title so that you get all the information about that chapter in your cluster. Then you go through the cluster with the highlighter under the title of the chapter and you create an outline. This chapter will cover the following 10 or 15 points. So You've got now in front of you, you do that for each chapter, and you have in front of you a left brain, logical table of contents, 10, 20 chapters, however many, and under each chapter you've got all the points that you want to write about. You put all those points into logical order. Chapter 1, I will write about point A. Point B. You know what? Point B has subpoint B, subpoint C, subpoint D. I'm going to write about major point uh, A, B, C, D. I'm sorry, I've got lost in my alphabet here. My next major point has some subpoints, has some tertiary points. My next major point. In other words, you have down on paper a complete, comprehensive, logically structured outline of your book chapter by chapter. I want to sell you on the benefits of outlining because this is key to writing your book 
in 60 days. Your outline provides a logical structure. It gives you a detailed roadmap from A to Z. I know all the points I'm going to write about in the order in which I'm going to write about them. It's all over but the writing. It ensures all the major and minor points are covered. It produces greater clarity and focus, helps you detect errors in logic. You know, you can move points around. You know what, I'm calling this chapter five, but I really think it should be chapter three. And I'll write about these 10, 15 points in chapter three. But this point I have listed as number seven really should be point number two. So you move the points around until you're happy with the logical order of your book. Then when you start to write, you write quickly in manageable chunks from point to point. Each point is like a directed free fall line. So you literally write using directed free fall from point to point. And hey, you know what? If you need to take a coffee break, a lunch break, go to bed, whatever, you're not going to lose your train of thought because all the points of your book are there in front of you. So there it is. Your book is logically outlined. Now that may take you several days or more to get to that point. But once you're there, it's all over but the writing. Then you write from point to point. And if you want to get somebody to look at your outline, uh, you give them the outline. If you're in business, you give your manager the outline and he or she approves it or makes a few changes and gives it back to you. And so the approval process based on the outline is facilitated. You can give a friend, a relative, whatever, your book outline, and they can look at it and say, yeah, this makes sense. I can't wait to read the book. So again, you have in front of you your title of the chapter. Chapter one, title chapter. Major point one, sub point one under it. Secondary point A, B, tertiary point 1, 2 under that. Secondary point C, tertiary point 1, 2, 3 under that. Subpoint number 2, secondary and tertiary points. So you've got this all down in front of you for all the chapters in your book. Let me ask you a question. Where would you rather be? Would you rather have a detailed outline in front of you before you begin to write? Or do you want to have a blank page in front of you? When you have a blank page, your brain is trying to organize your thoughts in the order in which a detailed outline does it. So this literally frees brain power so you can focus on writing using directed free fall from point to point. That's what you do. You write from outline point to outline point until you write each chapter of your book. If you devote two to four hours a day to writing, you will write a chapter a day. And you don't edit until you complete it, your book. Now, I know some of you are going, ah, I can't write the whole book without editing. Okay, do yourself a favor. At least complete one, two, or three chapters and then if you feel you must edit, so you're editing something that is a finished part of your document. This chapter one, chapter two, chapter three are done. I will edit them, then move on to chapter four, chapter five.
No problem with that. I literally write my books from start to finish before I edit them. I know that can be difficult for some people. Now, this is not a how to write webinar. How each person writes is different in terms of the content, the structure, and the style based on the book topic and the target audience. However, allow me to say this. The more detailed your outline, the more logical the flow of your outline, the easier it will be to write your book chapter by chapter. I'm not saying writing will be easy. I'm saying it will be easier. What is the alternative? Write to fill the blank page versus write from outline point to outline point. In other words, as every professional writer knows, you want your outline to be so comprehensive and detailed that it takes you to the point where it's all over but the writing. Very few professional writers, especially nonfiction writers, start with the blank page. They get to the point where it's all over but the writing, but you don't have to be a professional writer to do that. Follow the process I've outlined here and it will be all over but the writing. Then once you have a solid first draft based on your detailed outline written, then you can do a substantive edit for content logic and overall flow. You can proofread or consider hiring a proofreader. And then once your book is proofread, you feel it's as strong as possible, as error-free as possible, you can look for an agent or you can self-publish your book. I have published self-published 22 books. They sell. Go to paullima.com forward slash books. You will see the names of all my books. You can click on them, read the introduction, and see the uh, table of contents for each of the books. That's paullima.com forward slash books. So what you want to do is get your book written, edit it, proofread, and then you can begin to market your book. Create a page like I have for your books. You can blog about it, use social media. If you self-publish your book um, using Ingram Spark, then your book will be available in all the Amazons, chapters in Canada, Barnes & Noble. If you just go to Amazon and use KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing, you can publish print and a Kindle copy of your book, electronic copy, your book will be available in all the Amazons. If you know how to format your book for self-publishing, publishing your book doesn't have to cost you anything if you use Kindle. If you're using um, Spark, I think it's about 75 bucks a book and $12 a year to keep your book um, in their catalog. So literally, I pay next to nothing to self-publish 22 books. Now, if you don't know how to do it, if you feel you need help, once you've written your book, not before, but once you've written your book, say, okay, I'm ready to format the book to be published. That's something that I do. Uh, you can email paullima.com at gmail.com. It's P-A-U-L-L-I-M-A dot com at gmail.com and ask me about my formatting services.
you can do it yourself. You can learn how to do it. I know not everybody wants to. Um, there are other people, if you Google self-publishing, helper assistance, you can get quotes from multiple people who can help you self-publish your book. But once your book is out there, then you can use Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, if you know how to create videos to promote your books. Um, you can create a profile page on Amazon. You can participate in book topic related discussion forums on LinkedIn. Uh, you can even issue media releases, although mainstream media tends not to review self-published books. But there's a lot you can do to get the word out there. Again, if you go to paulima.com forward slash books, you'll see my 22 book titles. I'm not going to read them all to you. Most of the books are about writing or the business of freelance writing. I do have multiple sclerosis or MS. I have a book on that. I have one book of uh, short stories called Rebel in the Backseat, my only book of fiction. But there are 22 books, paullima.com forward slash books. You can read about it. If you just go to paullima.com, you can read more about me and the services that I offer other writers um, and, and businesses as well. If you're interested in knowing more about me, go to paullima.com. Anyway, that has been How to Write a Nonfiction Book in 60 Days. Whether it takes you 30, 45, 60, 90 days to write your book is really immaterial. The fact is you now have a process in front of you to outline your book from start to finish so that you can eliminate the blank page and get to the point where it's all over but the writing. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. All the best with your book writing. Take care.